Welcome back to another episode of Girls and Co. I have Sam and Taylor, two OGs, and a very, 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 very special guest. Courtney's here. Hi. <laughs> Can I just start off by saying, apparently this is a huge deal, and I was just, I was excited to have you on, but I didn't realize how big of a deal it was. Did you not know I had a no camera policy? I had no clue. Oh, you had no clue. I had no clue. <laughs> I was just like blissfully like, yeah, sure, come, yeah, it's gonna be great. Come hang out. No, I didn't know. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a strong no camera policy. But I was waiting to make the exception for Girls & Co. So I we're honored. Invite. I feel like I'm like invited to like <laughs> the cool girls club. Like a cool like yeah. lunch table uh -huh, hangout. Uh -huh. I love it. Well, we start off every episode by talking about our weekend and what we did. So you can start. What'd you do this weekend? All right. My weekend is not going to be as interesting as yours. It was a rainy weekend yes. in the suburbs of New Jersey. <laughs> and I have three kids, five, three, and almost one. <laughs> So my stuck week, in a house. Yes, yeah, stuck in a house. <laughs> yeah. It was survival weekend. <laughs> like an episode of Survivor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a ninja class, a parent teacher conference, dropped the, all the kids off at Jimmy and Katie's yeah, for an fun. hour. <laughs> exactly. Mom stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. No, that's good. What's a ninja class? The karate, basically, or it, ninja class is like the most awesome class ever. I wish it existed. Is it like I was American little. Ninja Warrior? It is yeah. like. They have all they have like make an obstacle course for like three year olds. So, so you cool. like climb up this like ladder and then you like walk across like this like balance beam and then you like swing across this rope. It's like everything a three year old wants. <laughs> That's very cool. And That's so cool. It's so cool. I used to like put my kids in like try like T ball or soccer yeah. at that age, but like they don't care. No. Like it's too like yeah. organized. For yeah. Them. Like they just wanna go run and jump into a wall like yeah because you cause chaos yeah. so I, I, honestly i highly recommend <laughs> it's like basically like gymnastics but yeah. cooler less yeah or, yeah less organized less organized do yeah. both of the boys go uh edison goes the three-year-old goes and the, the five-year-old's very jealous but the five-year-old we're trying to teach how to swim and he has to play t-ball so i'm like you get two Ooh. things yeah. you get yeah. <laughs> everyone's Funny. maxed yeah. out <laughs> no i love it love it good mm -hmm. weekend sam what'd you do Oh, I did nothing. Um, I, I started a new gym, so I went there on Saturday. Nice. Um, and then after that, truly, truly nothing. Sunday I spent, I was also, I mean, it was raining all weekend, as we said, but Sunday it was like really no, like didn't, didn't do anything, didn't leave the house. I like um, reorganized and folded all of my clothes. I told you guys that's why I'm wearing a sweatshirt today because I remembered that I had it. New find. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, three days into the week I've been trying to keep up the organization of my room and I'm kind of there um but I just had to pass the time with something um so yeah I I, I did less than anything this weekend I love, I love that feeling yeah That's a good like organizing good. yes good. yeah that that was fun and I don't I don't mind doing that stuff at all nice yeah Taylor what'd you do um I worked on Friday and Saturday and then went out Saturday night and I wanted to organize and clean all day on Sunday but my roommate and I woke up a little hungover at noon mm. and she was making pancakes and she texted our neighbors that live upstairs and she's like guys making pancakes if you want to come down within three minutes they were knocking on the door <laughs> and then we hung out with them for the entire day so I did nothing that I was supposed to get done yeah. had a great day with them but um didn't do a single productive thing I feel like weekend. you hear that in like a tv show like your neighbors yeah. making yeah. pancakes it was our first we've been friends with them for a while but it was our first time like 
doing something like that. We were just like, come over for pancakes. And then they never left. And they're boys, so they're just like, let's just keep drinking. And we're like, what? So then they just drank the whole day. And then I'm like, am I I drinking at one o'clock? And I'm like, what's going on? But yeah, it's fun. I like that we have friends in the building. That is fun. Pop down. Very handy. Super fun. Pax, Uh, it was your birthday weekend. I celebrated my birthday. I went out regardless of the fact that it was raining yeah. all weekend. Um, there was one point I drank way too much. I was out till 5 a.m. on Friday, I guess Saturday morning, and then 4.30 on Sunday. Oh, my, oh my God. God. So I'm still not doing great, personally. There was one point Wait, where... You went out till 4.30? <laughs> unfortunately. I'm still processing. Unfortunately, yeah. I did. That was actually early. I went home before my friends. Yes. It's I'm insane. Impressed. That's um, insane. There were two different nights that I, both nights I cried at different points. <laughs> Friday night, I cried because it was raining and I decided to be one of those like dumb idiots that didn't bring a big jacket. Yeah. I was like, I don't need a jacket. It's going to ruin my outfit. That's just a bad idea. Yeah. It's always a bad idea. So I was like standing outside in like an actual hurricane, like in this like light blue slip dress with a blazer crying. I'm like, why Aww. is it raining so hard? <laughs> and then I started crying on the way home on Saturday night because I was just like so sick. I was just Aww. like, did not feel good. Ugh. I'm like calling my friends. I'm like, help me. They're like, I don't know what to do. And then you get like, what was the point of all of this? Then you're just yeah. sitting there hating yourself and you're like, why did I do this for? Literally, I felt sick all through Sunday and Monday. Like if you, Monday, I was a shell of myself. Yeah. People were like, how was your birthday? I was like, great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but overall, it was fun. It was a good time. I had some girlfriends come into town. So it's always fun celebrating. Now yeah. you don't have to do that again until next year. Yeah, yeah, and it's 30th <laughs> next year. <sighs> huh? Yeah. Anyways, all right, moving on to why Courtney is here. We want to get to know you. We want people to know you. We want to know every detail. So let's start off by asking, who are you? Who am I? That's a big question. So deep and vague. It's like existential. You're like, I I don't know who I am. Who are you? Let's unpack that. (laughs) Okay, who am I? Born in New Jersey, mm-hmm. so I feel like I'm a Jersey girl okay. at heart. We yep. moved a lot, so like I left Jersey when I was ten, but we came back like to Jersey so much. We had our summer house on the Jersey Shore, so I really identify with Jersey. Um, who am I? I am a wife. I am a mother of three crazy young kids. <laughs> I am a sibling. I am a working mom. Um, yeah, I went to college in California, uh, started working in advertising sales in New York City, and went back to California, found my way back to New York. I love. I feel like I'm an East Coast girl. Like, yeah. I'm so glad I tried California, and I love it, and I love my experience there, but I found um, it feels good to be back home. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how I identify I love it that's that's good yeah it's a good starting point so let's start at the beginning of your story obviously you're here because your brother is a job boy but I want to know more about you and how you essentially got to this point so you went to school in California what'd you study all of those studied things? marketing okay knew I always wanted to be in business um, was always intrigued like my dad was really successful in business and we would have like long conversations about business like I was kind of like an adult as a kid <laughs> like Jimmy always made fun of me he was like thought I was like a mom or like he would be like you're like 30 when I was like 12 year old girl <laughs> um, so I always was on that track and 
I was kind of nervous to do sales because I think you have to put yourself out there so much. So I studied marketing and thought maybe I would do like marketing and that would be a better route for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my first job in New York City out of college at Time Warner Cable Media Sales. Nice. And we're selling local like New York City TV spots. But like wow. my job was, I remember I was so excited. I got my first job and my title was junior sales assistant (laughs) and I called my dad so excited and I was like dad I got it I'm a junior sales assistant he's like you have junior and assistant in this (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know that was possible no (laughs) no you can't be lower yeah perfect (laughs) yeah yeah. I was like two negatives just like cross each other out like does that apply (laughs) no um but I sat in the like the reception desk of like because it was like a formal office so like i would do a, like a sales assistant work but i would like also was the receptionist so like Ooh, i had to huh. like like if i wanted to go to the bathroom i would have to call someone to like Jeez. cover for me or like lunch so like i yeah. like look at these kids these days and i'm like oh the luxury yeah, yeah. The luxury you have no idea like, <laughs> to pee when you want to yeah. pee yeah. <laughs> wow so from there so you're in new york how long are you in that role um how probably like two years okay i was pretty like um hungry to like move up so then once you start like being in sales support you're like oh can i do that like can i do sales and i um really wanted to try digital media because you know everyone and you know it's true like was like TV is dying. It's going away. We're, I think TV is just like evolving to like a different form. Yeah. Um, but I was, you know, in my 20s and I was like, TV's dying. Like, I need to like, <laughs> get a new job. job. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. going away tomorrow. Um, so I worked for a digital like media publisher called Healthline mm-hmm. and worked my way up, um, left that job and went to a startup called Simul Media. And that was my first ever like sales job. And it was like a true startup, like kind of like this, like 60 people, mm-hmm. um, got some funding, had like really hungry people, but were doing something that was like very new and disruptive and didn't have like a brand name to like back us up. So I think it was just like such a blessing because when your first sales job is like the hardest sales job, it like, it only gets better from there. Kind of like prepares you for everything else. Yeah. No. And so from that, you obviously went the corporate route and then you also went the startup route, which is essentially what you landed in. What did you pull from both of those to kind of figure out the idea of like, where you wanted to end yeah. up after that. So that's a good question. So after that, I spent some time at ad tech and I was like a sales leader on the West coast for an ad tech company. And then it was like 500 people still kind of startup. I was living in San Francisco and I was like, I really want to work for like Google or Facebook or Uber. Like I'm in San Francisco. I want to work for one of those like yeah. big tech mm-hmm. companies. So I went and got a job for Uber because I also like, oh, I also really wanted to work for a company that people had a like a consumer brand and that people okay. had an attachment to the brand because in like B2B of ad tech world, you're a little far removed from like how am what I'm actually doing is impacting mm-hmm. like yeah. someone's life. Yeah. So like even Uber gave me that because Uber, I'm like, I love Uber. Like yeah. in New York, I'm <laughs> right. I was nicknamed the Uber princess. Like <laughs> I like overused Uber so much. So I went to Uber and I got that experience, but 
I kind of learned that like I really love working for a small company where you can really make an impact mm-hmm. and you can move really quickly. Like that's yeah. the environment I thrived. So it was when did I start working here? Like you started like I think a little bit before me and I started January of 21. Okay. I so I started like, like December like 20, December. 20 December. Yeah. yeah, 2020. Um so we moved I had my second son. The Uber job was done. Um, we moved cross country and Jimmy was really starting to figure out how do we like make this a business? Like, I think there were some sales coming through, but we weren't like operationalizing it. We weren't really monetizing it. Like it was just kind of like going deal by deal, but there was no like overall infrastructure or strategy in place. Um, so he asked me to come on board I like was kind of seeing like, oh, inklings of like, I want to help because I saw that I could be so impactful. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where it was, you know, it was, it was a really hard decision because Jimmy and I never, ever thought we would ever work together. (laughs) We grew up two years apart. Um, We were like opposites in a lot of, um, just our personality traits and just like where our visions of like where we wanted to go in life. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, I think was, you know, trying to figure out how to make this a business. I was like, Oh man, I could help you. But we we're both like, do we do it? Like yeah. you all the horror stories, like it's so yeah. risky. Um, and I'm like, I'm so glad that we did it. And what I love about it, like coming around to your question is that what I love about John boy media is that, it has that consumer relationship that like I was like really like uh, gravitating towards. Like I could see every day like how we are affecting people's yeah. lives. Um, but it's also like super like creative and like nimble and like we mm-hmm. can move fast. So it kind of brings my like best of both worlds together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it works really well. Did you guys have like a big family meeting or anything? When That's you were what I was about to, to yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, family. how did you decide? So this is how a lot meeting. of stuff like gets done dynamic. in my family. <laughs> Someone else is like the intermediary between like what you are really thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if you think about just like a Christmas present or yeah. something, like yeah. you wouldn't go ask that person, but you would ask like mom, what does Jimmy want for Christmas? Or like, yeah, right. so that's how a lot of conversations happen. Like you go to some, okay, like, I don't know, mom, does he want me to work there? Like, yeah. no, yeah. he does. And then she was probably going to my mom or dad saying like, does she want to work there? Like, <laughs> Probably like not like how yeah. normal adult conversations <laughs> should work. But that's how a lot of stuff gets hmm. done until you're like comfortable enough to have. But then yeah. I remember we like sat down and we like talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's definitely like awkward because you're cross you're creating a new type of dynamic uh-huh. into like mm-hmm. you know personal a, and professional. Yes, together. Yes, but yeah, we found a way to make it work. When and this is kind of a, a weird question. When did you personally buy in to John Boy Media? Because obviously Jimmy and Jake yeah. were doing this years before. Mm-hmm. Um, but like from a family side of it, when did you look at this and think like? This, I think, could be something really cool and really big. Or was it not until you were a part of it that you no, kind of saw that? No, so, um, well, one, I always believed in my brother. He was such a, had such a strong creative vision. He's been making videos and doing stuff like he's been forever. Like, he even says it's like he just didn't have an audience at the time. But nothing 
he is doing has like really changed that much, even mm-hmm. from when he was in high school. Um, so I always knew that there was something big here. Um, and I remember we would get like my, my husband and I would get like super defensive when like he would like start, he started like the Twitter thing and he was just tweeting and people would be like, I don't get it. How does that make money? You know, like mm-hmm. all those old school people. And we'd be like, how does like commercial, like think about anything with an audience. You just like advertise, yeah. like yeah. there's, you know, like we would get so defensive about it cause we believed in it so much. And then after that initial investment, he was looking to raise a little bit more. So my husband and I put in like a little bit, a very small investment in that second round because mm-hmm. I mean, we want to support Jimmy, but we also like all really believed in like his vision. Um, and that was before I came on. So I think that was earlier in the year. And then I came on in like December. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. So you were in California, then you came here, mm-hmm. took the job. How did, you, I mean, now you're in like a really big role for yeah. the company. A lot of people don't know that. How did you go from point A when you first started to point B in to where you are now? two years. Literally. <laughs> two, like that's, cr- like, like that's crazy. I know like, it moves business quick. Business-wise, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, like this, bi- like this business and this company, like everything moves quick, but still like right. you're, what, did you start as head of sales? Yeah, I mean, I started and I was like the only salesperson on the team. So I was, you know, ad ops, like that's like actually making sure the ads go live. I was account management, client services, talking to the customers. I was sales. Like, I think that's how a lot of people grow really fast here Mm -hmm. is like they do every part of the job and then they scale it. Um, And it it really allows you to know how everything works Mm -hmm. and gives you a better understanding to like build around you. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, what, when you were approached to take on this bigger role that you're in right now, yeah. were you hesitant at all or were you no. okay with it? No, I was, I was happy about it. Yeah. Um, I, I was really excited about it. I thought that there was so much opportunity mm-hmm. and I really think that Jimmy has such a smart business mind um, and we're such good partners. So that's what I love about you know, me stepping into this role is I know how well we work together and we could get stuff done really quickly. Mm-hmm. And what's nice about being siblings is that there's a trust already there. Yep. So there's not a barrier and uphill, you know, we're, we're not building that at all. Like we're just kind of like we can run and we could go and we get each other really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited just because I love this company so much. I'm so like bought in. I see like all the potential we have and to get Jimmy more time to focus on content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like when we made the switch, like I just saw like a new energy in him that yeah. like got me excited. Mm-hmm. And I think like kind of trickled across the entire company. So it was really cool to see like those immediate results. Yeah. And um. I don't know. It's a it's a fun relationship. We we get a lot done in very unconventional ways, <laughs> but it works for us. Like your train time. Yeah, our train yeah. times. Our, our meetings primo. are usually on the train. I yeah. love it. To and from work. Like we basically like text each other at like eleven thirty at night, just like <laughs> making it. decisions. But it allows the company to like keep on growing, keep on building, and like we don't want to like hold anyone back because everyone is moving at the speed that we need to be moving. So I feel like this has really allowed for that. 
No. Yeah. I, and I agree. I agree with the energy thing. I think there's definitely been a shift in like positivity and excitement and people are just wanting to do more things. Uh, this question I'm actually very curious yeah. about. Um, you were one of the first, one of the first women that mm-hmm. was a part of John Boy Media officially. Um, and you've been in the sales and marketing world for a while, which is like, it can be a pretty male dominating, yeah. uh, industry. And then you add sports to it, which mm-hmm. is also very male dominated. How have you not only maintained the balance here at John Boy Media of like always feeling safe and feeling a family to like also battling like the things in the industry that I'm sure you've come in contact with over the years? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it really just leaned into the culture that was already built here Mm -hmm. um, and expand upon that. Like, I think Jimmy, naturally, he grew up sandwiched in between two sisters. It's awesome. (laughs) So, like, he... That'll crush anyone. Right. (laughs) He gets, like, women and girls and, like, I, I don't think he looks at us differently. Like, I was always, like, more, like domineering and like bossy and Mm -hmm. like um so i think that he's really allowed for that for the from the beginning not that there's a difference in like how any of us are treated and i just kind of built upon what he has created um so yeah i mean and jake too like jake the same way like all of the leaders and all the guys in our office, like I don't feel like there's a difference at all. And like, I, I hope I'm not speaking for anyone because everyone has their own experiences, yeah. but even like, you know, it, it was funny, like being the first w- woman in the office to have a baby, go maternity leave, come yeah. back. Now I'm pumping at yeah. work. I'm like, yeah. people were complaining, you know, my friends about their like pumping environments. I'm like, I'm pumping in a studio. I don't know if I'm recording or not. <laughs> like, like, we could be live. Like, yeah. who knows? Like, <laughs> like, like, I had to one day get Taylor and be like, did they record me yeah. <laughs> like, Um, But all of the, all of our, like, guys here have been so supportive. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of thought it was funny sometimes to, like, like, be so open about it because they would be like, oh, can we talk about it? Can we yeah. not? Like, should we pretend you're just not doing that? Like, just ignore the Yeah, room. like they like didn't know how to handle it, but like they were so respectful and accommodating. Yeah. Um. So I think that was like, it was also a good transition for us as a company to go through that because yeah. I want to make this a super comfortable environment for women to succeed, for moms to succeed and to feel like they're really supported around them. So it's kind of fun watching us go through those things of like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Yeah, we do have to figure out how to have a mother's room and how to provide that for yeah. someone. And that's going to be a big part of our culture and our company as we grow. So did you run into issues at other companies that you had been or was how was it different I guess is a better way of asking that question yeah so I think early on in my sales career I definitely got a lot of pushback or flack from being a young female um, selling and advertising Um, I remember in particularly like I went to this one um, meeting by myself and it was with executives and I was there alone. There was like four men and they said, oh, what did you get? Like a hall pass to come here Mm -hmm. or like something so rude that like they said to me and like, honestly, like just ignore it. And 
show them that like you're a badass and let mm-hmm. your work speak yeah. for itself because it will shut them up quickly. Just take it, remember it, keep yeah. it in your yeah, back pocket, exactly. use it for fuel to your yeah. fire. Yeah. Or I like to like even, you know, maybe not sometimes ignore it, like address it head on. Like but then just kind of move on. Mm-hmm. Like address it, say something quick and then like move on really quickly so they don't even have time to like rebut and mm-hmm. just let them like think about what they said and be like no I'm going to address that so it doesn't happen again but like it's not going to affect the way that I perform today mm-hmm. and like that's how I've learned to like handle a lot of things yeah I just I, I was talking to some college students um, in sports journalism on Monday and there's this one girl she wants to get into sports media whether it's I think it's maybe marketing and then another one wants to be on camera and they're basically asking like what's the hardest thing about like being a woman in the sports world? And I was just like, you kind of have like the biggest lesson I've learned is you have to pick your battles Mm -hmm. to pick your battles wisely and just figure out what's worth your energy and what's not. And know that ultimately, no matter what people say, like it's not going to affect your job. Right. Like you're still doing your job. Right. And that's what I think. This is one of the first companies that I've been at in sports and we've all talked about it multiple times. Like it, it just feels safe. Yeah. To be a woman here. Yeah. And that's very rare to say. Like yeah. all around from every aspect, from every department, like I personally just, I feel safe mm-hmm. and like comfortable. And that's so rare and it yeah. shouldn't be rare, but it is. I mean, that's, that's what I love to hear. I think that's what's so rewarding about this job. To your point earlier about like the family aspect of it and yeah. like, how do you keep it feeling like family as we grow? And I thought about that a little bit and I was like, this sounds corny, but like, what is so valuable about your family? It's like, they love you unconditionally. It's a safe place for you to go. And the most rewarding days at work for me is when I've had one-on-ones with people here and they said, I love working here because I could be myself and I can, I'm accepted and I could be who I am and feel included. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like I might. Yeah. Like that like gave me chills. Like, and I feel like that's how we do it. That's how we keep the family environment as we grow. As long as we accept people for who they are, allow them to be themselves, embrace everyone's differences. Like that's how we're going to keep the culture that we have. Why still like expanding and growing. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because I think most, and I'll speak for myself and Sam Taylor, feel free to say what you think. I, in every other role that I've had on camera, typically, and, and it's an unfortunate thing, but in my side of things, being on camera and being an on-camera host, there's such a quick ceiling that you hit every place that you go. You accomplish X, Y, Z, and within like a year, you're, you've already accomplished everything that you can accomplish. And so you move on to the next place or the next place and the next. Instead of working your way up in a company, you work your way up with other companies. And I tell people all the time, this is the first place I have no idea where that ceiling is at. And it's and I think it's because of the environment that's been created and the culture that's been created to completely support not only me personally, but also me professionally of like, try it, see what happens, like do this, do that. Here's this role. Here's that. And that's just it's so cool. And I think it really it goes back to all of you guys that are heads of departments that have just created this like like spinning wheel of just acceptance and love and like okay we'll figure it out things go wrong like this don't do this again whatever but it's it's crazy yeah it's crazy 
I love that. I love that people are like learning and jumping in and trying new things. It's it's like there's so many opportunities. So, yeah, here. right. It's in where yes. like so, like you said with the ceiling, like that really that can that can come at you really quick in mm-hmm. in any job. Like it happened to me when I was like 25, and like, I realized yeah. I was one step from the job I thought I was going to want for my entire life, and I was like, <laughs> right. You're like, oh Dang, my, god. That's I was close. like, oh my god, yeah, like. If I get that, is that going to be it until I'm 80? Yeah. Like, am I just going to be in this one thing for the rest of my like life? Like, 70 years old tweeting. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that gets kind of scary. And yeah. then, yeah, yeah, it's nice to be somewhere where you're like, oh, there's so much opportunity. And, like, I can take on new things. And people trust us to take opportunities. Yeah. That's right. really nice. Like yeah. Sam, for example, is, like, the like I know. basically the blueprint yeah. of that <laughs> exact statement. I know. Like, you went from what all of the what are all the titles that you've had here? In roles. I mean, just I mean, just I started as uh, assistant and Patreon manager, and then really switched to, I guess, like officially, we don't always keep up or or think to change titles because that doesn't you know always matter so much. And as we're realizing, maybe it does matter more. But so it went from assistant and Patreon to this content operations manager. And in between that, you had like seventy five office manager. I know. Yeah, she says babysitter, like people at the airport. Yeah, Yeah. taxi. Like you helped with invoices at one point. Emotional support. I don't know. Like literally every role in the company you've done. Yeah, but I mean, it's been yeah. It's it's always fun, and like that's just what you have to do when you're a startup. You need to everything. And I always enjoyed. I think it. I think it just helps you do whatever job you're doing you can do that better like you were saying if you know how everything else works and what ties into it all um like the more that you know or can overhear or see how the operations work and it's like oh if i heard this and let me tell this team because mm-hmm. i know that could be a useful piece of information for them um so yeah i I've, i'd like to getting the chance to learn a little bit of everything it just gives you a good appreciation for people who are in that role um like what i did invoicing like it but it was not my strong suit. I did not do good at it. And I'm like, Steve, I don't know how you do this every month. Like, and it's horrible. Month doing your invoicing like that. It's brutal. Yeah, it is brutal. Yeah. So I can have a much, much also just greater appreciation for people who like that is their strong yeah. suit. And that's amazing because it's not my wheelhouse. I'm going to make it my mission on this show to always just like make sure Sam Sam. does not like yeah. under like value yeah. everything we bring that this she up does. Every yeah. Bro's like, Sam does everything. And she's like, yeah. it's fine. Like, no, it's fine. I, I haven't slept in 10 this. days, but it's it's fine. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> I have a question. Um, obviously, everyone here, I, almost everyone at this company is like fully invested, diehard yeah. sports fans. How, <laughs> how, I don't know if people are going to be surprised or not surprised. How invested are you in sports, In actually in sports? I'm invested in sports because the company is invested in sports. Yeah. Um, I used to be a big Yankee fan, like, when they were good, like, when I was in high school. And I got really into it with my family. So I love the fact that sports brings people together and brings people of all ages together. Um, honestly, I was a bigger sports fan, but then I married my husband, who's, like, the biggest sports fan. So then I had my brothers and him, and they made me go the other way. So <laughs> they, pushed me, they pushed me over the edge. So I want to get back into the Yankees. Um, maybe not now. Not, you know what? Yeah. I just maybe feel like my week. plate yeah. is really full. Like, yeah. I'm not yes. saying woe is me, but with three kids and my husband oh and this job and I'm renovating a house and I'm just like, there's going to be a time for it, but yes. now's not my time. 
I remember it was so funny. I remember I think it was on opening day this year and everyone you know was like watching the TV. I think you had just come out of a meeting and um and you like go back to your desk and you're like, Oh, like so do we like how the Yankees like put out like a line to everyone today? And Lucas Diversa is so sweet when he explains things because he has so much knowledge and he knows like, all right, let me just lay this out real simple. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, we do, but like this could have been shifted and this is this and it was just so he is so, so sweet. He is. Yeah. He like talks to me like I'm his like grandma that like never watched the <laughs> game before and he's like Okay, Grams. <laughs> this is what's going on. It's so funny. I think it makes such a good balance with yes. you not really yeah. caring. Like, obviously, we all want the Yankees to do well and baseball in general on behalf of the company. Right. But I think it's such a good balance. Maybe like even in like, like yeah, like an underappreciated balance that you don't care. <laughs> like I really think that matters. Like because yeah. there's a lot of highs and lows with the way oh, that the emotions yeah. of people in the office yes. and you're mm-hmm. just like hey we got a business to run oh yeah like oh want to hear yes. the prime example of this yes of so <laughs> this is not even about the yankees it was about blitzball the last one they filmed was yeah. about blitzball yeah. blitzball three <laughs> yeah so like i am like home or maybe it was bomb play but yeah it was one of them yeah. i'm home like i'm like just thinking about like how's this production going like it's just always on the back of my mind like you know just kind of like trying to text luke or jimmy but like not annoy them but like is everything okay do i need to come like blah, blah, blah. so like finally i get a hold of jimmy and i'm like oh jim how did everything go like he was on his ride home he goes i lost <laughs> <laughs> i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit that you lost. <laughs> like the magnitude of the production. Yeah, yeah. We have so many more things to worry about. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, like oh from the like God. business standpoint, like did everything go well? Did everyone work together? Did we like oh do my everything God. we need to do? <laughs> oh my God. That's so, so good. Brand. But it makes for such a good balance because you're like, hey, everyone, I know the Yankees <laughs> yeah. stink. We're running a business. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Get your shit together. Exactly. Like yeah. we need someone level-headed yeah. that yeah. doesn't yes. care that much to like be <laughs> right. bringing down the hammer every now keep and then honestly going. yeah That's yeah really, and really i think funny. if you keep your entire focus on baseball and only baseball and it be run by only baseball yeah. fans yeah that ceiling's yeah. real low yeah yeah, like, yeah. and it, it's good actually it's good perspective for the sales team too we've gotten a lot of success with clients because they know us and they love us and they're part of our community yeah. right and like now we're expanding to more clients that like maybe the marketing team at I don't know, just making this up. You know, a client that we're going after doesn't know about us because they don't know baseball. They don't know right. our content. That's okay. We need to teach them about it. And yeah. we need to teach them about why this sport is so powerful and what we do in it and what our personalities bring to the table. So it's good for the sales team to mm-hmm. have that perspective that not everyone's going to be a diehard mm-hmm. that's talking to our brand and like, how do we adapt our story to yeah. those people? I have a question. What is the hardest part of your role the hardest part the of hardest role. part um <clears throat> that you can say on camera <laughs> <laughs> um what is the hardest part i think it is being able to balance out planning ahead with moving so quickly mm-hmm. yeah um, that's a good answer. because we need to keep our speed because and we need to be nimble but we need to get a little bit better about being organized and projecting what we think is going to happen and creating some structure and lanes. And it's just striking that balance. Um, 
because you can't plan too far ahead and you can't make everything perfect because the time you get to perfect, it's irrelevant. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like getting to that. Okay. We're like 70% sure. Let's go. And like finding that like 70% yeah. all the time. I would say that's the hardest part. Yeah. No, I get that. You guys have any more questions before I go to our. Well, we talked about Jimmy, but then yeah. you're, you have another sibling that works at this company. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And work underneath you for a long time. Yes. My Lukey boy. That's yeah. what my mom would say too. Um, so, so how did, how did you guys decide that luke was gonna come on was that like a no-brainer of course he is i know he did stuff with jimmy yeah way back yes another family meeting yeah okay so luke luke is like i have a special relationship with luke i'm 12 years older than luke um so luke is like 75 percent my brother 25 percent my son like there's like (laughs) that kind of like motherly relationship with him um luke was luke actually convinced Jimmy to get on YouTube. I don't know if you all know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and that's how we really started monetizing um, a lot of the early content. So we owe a lot to Luke from his, like, uh, he's very, like, he's a really strong business acumen, um, especially for someone his age, but even in general. And he is really good at, like, strategizing and helping Jimmy with that. And he was doing that in college. And then I think, like, he was, like, he knew I was going to come on as sales. I did b- before him. And I think he was, like, maybe I want to do sales. Maybe I want to do something else. And I think if I remember correctly, like, I kind of played, like, hardball with him. And I'm, like, well, I don't want someone that's a maybe. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> you go think about it and, like, come back to me. Oh, and God. then, like, he did. And he was, like, no, I, I want to do sales. Like, I want to learn sales. So, he came under my wing um, on the sales team, which is awesome. And we've had a great working relationship. I, like, he's. It's funny to just, like, have your brother in on those mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I do feel bad when I was his, like, direct manager because I was, like, like in my 20s, like, I would, yeah. like, you know, drink until, like, 4 a.m. And then, like, I would, like, show up to work on Friday, like, half a zombie. And, like, do you want your older sister sitting right <laughs> yeah. next to you? Like, when you do that? Like, that sucks for him yeah. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you guys are right next to you. Like, yeah. literally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's not even like his desk is on the other side of the room. No. He can just, like, right. avoid you on his way in. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't, I feel better that um, I moved up. Alethea is kind of his direct manager now. So he has a little bit more space yeah. to, like. <laughs> Did you guys ever think, like, all of you would be working no, together. It's so weird. And my poor sister, who we love dearly. <laughs> yeah. Right? Is, she, is that like, yeah, a, is does that like a running know, joke? If like, you're in listening, the family? There is a fourth O'Brien. Yeah, there is a fourth O'Brien. We miss her so much. She lives in Denver. And like, I think I was just talking to her the other day. And I was like, it's like weird. We all work together. And she just looked at me. And she's like, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you guys yeah. are, I've been thinking yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, I don't even really get it. <laughs> she's like, what do you do all day? I'm like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I'm like, it is odd. Oh, like, man. I never thought we would be here. Like, you would think, you know, some people have family businesses and that is a restaurant or yeah. they're in mm-hmm. real estate and you can kind of like, imagine growing up oh am i going to like that was never like a yeah thing yeah so it's kind it's really like yeah weird to adjust to hmm. well that kind of leads us into our next segment which is called this or that 
And it's basically going to be Jimmy versus Luke. Okay. I and, love this. And you're going to tell us which is the best, whatever they classify in this category. Cool? Perfect. All right. And we can discuss as we go. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to hear your guys' feedback as well. That's going to be interesting to me. Is this, a lot of ours are going to be just like blind guesses, just like strictly based on like made up opinions. And I love it. No, you know them. True. All right. First one. Best cook. Okay. <laughs> this is a hard one. Because Jimmy used to be a really good cook and really into it. And yeah. now he hasn't cooked in a long time. So I'm going to say Jimmy. But I'm going to feel really bad about it because Luke has been cooked trying to cook a lot. <laughs> That's so what I was going to say. I could see Luke out. trying. Yeah. I could yeah. see him trying to yeah. do it. Yeah. I was going to say if I, I would vote if Jimmy had the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, that was going to be my guess, too. Because I, th I think I recently saw him make like a chili or something. Yeah. He does yeah. make yeah. a chili. Like he makes a meatloaf. Okay. He makes like the good classic like American. Yeah. Like hearty dishes. meals. Hearty good. meals. Yeah. yeah, like this. Good. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so Jimmy's one. Best style. Luke, hands yeah. down. Luke. Yeah. Yeah. He's his yeah. mohawk. He's like oh, a million God. shoes. <laughs> mohawk. I remember even before I think it was like maybe before LA or one of our trips, he was like I remember he sent me a picture. Yeah, like he was sending pictures of outfits. Oh yeah. yeah. What oh, should I bring mohawk. for the party mullet. in LA? Yeah, mullet now, which mullet. I didn't know was in. Oh <laughs> it's yeah. In. Yeah. What yes, they it? are in. Um, oh, okay. A, a subtle mohawk? Well it's what a it's like a mullet. What? But there was yeah. yeah, mullet, sorry. But he was like he said a he said a term before it because it's not like a straight it's up not like, a, like straight. a soft mullet. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's a soft mullet. <laughs> I don't but that that is in right now. But you really can't tell it. Looking at him, you can't tell. Yeah. So much. Some days he tries to like lean into do it. it. Up. Yeah, do it up more than others. That's gonna be interesting to watch grow. <laughs> Most creative. Uh tough yeah that is tough it's a hard one that's a hard one i think a lot of people would probably guess that like right off the bat it'd be jimmy yeah but luke i feel like is really creative in a different way yeah luke has really creative ideas when it comes to problem solving i would say luke is more creative when it comes to like content like obviously ideas like jimmy is more creative but yeah that's a tough one maybe i would lean jimmy but yeah, Luke is up there too. Yeah. Th this one's going to piss them off. Oh, God. Best athlete. Oh, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. sorry. <sighs> I think we voted him. Was that even most like growing athletic. up? Like when, like if Jimmy yeah. was Luke's age still, it yeah. was Luke. Yeah. I think because Jimmy like trained Luke. I was going to say, true. Jimmy's going <laughs> to chime in and be like, I taught him everything you know. Yeah. 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 I take yeah. credit for that. Yeah. I feel like younger siblings usually are more successful because, yeah, you grew up trying to beat your right. older, yeah. older yeah. sibling. Yeah. And, and we were never easy on him. Yeah. And we grew up in a really competitive house. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine. I believe it. Yeah. I can imagine. I've watched them play blitzball. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I've watched them ride a scooter yeah. around the yeah. office to see who could go the fastest. Oh, it's like. Do you guys know that? Me and my sister were arguing, like, who's more athletic. And then Jimmy created a whole sister Olympics. That was so funny. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I think it still what? lives on YouTube. I've Wait, seen how that old video. Were you? Oh, oh, I was in my 20s. Like, I was so not is, a child. Yeah, so this was kind of recent. <laughs> I mean, not that recent, but kind of recent. Maybe, like, 10 years ago. Like, we had uniforms. Like, I, yeah. Luke was, like, I think Luke was Ritzy's coach. My dad was my coach. Oh we had coaches. God. We had all these different activities. It was a Warehouse Games production. It was. Just in my this backyard. Was, this I is where it started. Yeah. I think there was, like, a scoreboard on there. The, was. I saw the video somehow. Yeah. yeah, it was. It's exactly what There was an now. injury. My sister got hurt trying to catch a fly ball and just hit her right in the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who won? 
<laughs> I think Ritzy did. <laughs> <laughs> it lives on YouTube. I have to. And go Jimmy check filmed it. it all. Yeah, Jimmy filmed it all. There was like an MC. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. That is like where warehouse things originated. So much. Yeah, yeah exactly. It really does. Yeah. It really does. That was just like a normal Saturday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, next one. Most likely to be on a reality show. Oh, Luke, I think. What I reality show? That's interesting, right? Because Jimmy like lives on camera, but so I don't. I know would why. put Luke probably. But I said Luke because I think his personality. Mm-hmm. I, I would think, go Luke. Yeah, I think Jimmy like his personality is. He's like I don't know like when you when you're hanging out with him one on one. Yeah, he's more of like a down-to-earth genuine like so is luke but like he could be more entertaining in a more casual setting i think mm-hmm. yeah Does that makes sense yeah i would agree with that oh, i'm trying to think what reality show i could see luke on my first thought for some reason was love island and love i don't island. know <laughs> <laughs> i was like real world like i could yeah. just picture luke like, vibing thought, like, with everyone in the house. Real yeah like yeah. a big brother maybe yeah like, yeah, like something yeah. like where he could just hang with everyone in the house. Like, I'm just happy to be here. Like, yeah, yeah. Have, have a good time. And compete a little, but, like, still Summer have Summer House? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we We're all get- trying to get on Summer <laughs> House. We got a connection. Yeah. We got a connection. Okay, next one. Biggest softie. Oh, so both of my brothers are really big softies. Um, I'm, like, the outlier. <laughs> Me and my sister. My sister mostly. Yeah. Like, she's tough, but... Oh, I don't know. That's really hard. I think it's high. Like, okay. Yeah, I think Do it's high. Do you think high. does is because Jimmy maybe in his like since becoming a dad or whatever is very can be very quick to cry. Jimmy Luke like that. Jimmy's quick to cry. Yeah. Luke is really like um open to talking about like his feelings and having deep conversations yeah. and like. Yeah, sitting down and having, like, one-to-ones. Like, Jimmy's more like a sap. Like, he'll just, like, mm-hmm. tear up and, like, make me cry. But they both kind of, like, they're both kind <laughs> yeah. of soft in that sense. I love it. That's great. <sighs> okay, opposite side of things. Most likely to send back their food because it's wrong or it's too cold. I don't think either of them would do that. Would they I would f- say, feel too uncomfortable to do I it? I would feel this. So I would say Jimmy never. He would just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, like, I can't picture Jimmy ever doing yeah. that. No. I really can't picture can't Luke, pi- doing, Luke doing that I don't that think I either. could either. I think they would both just eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I would be the one to send back their food, honestly. <laughs> their food or your food? <laughs> their food. I'd be like, he doesn't like this. And they'd be like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. They're like, stop it. Stop embarrassing me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. Um, next one. The messiest. I think they're both messy. <laughs> I don't know. I guess growing up is who was like just the more chaotic with their things. Um. All right. I'm going to say Jimmy's the messiest with leaving stuff around. I think Luke can okay. be neater. All right. This one's funny. Most likely to buy something stupid while under the influence of something. Luke, 100%. 100%. <laughs> she didn't even finish the question. Oh, Literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luke's had, like, ducks. Like, like yeah. What? Oh, yeah. He's had, like, the weirdest purchases. He bought a duck? Yeah. You he, have to ask him about his duck from college. It's very funny. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen pictures and videos of it. Yeah. He yeah. always had animals. Yeah. Oh, the more you know <laughs> He, like, called me and my husband one day to pretend to be his dad because he wanted to buy an animal, but he was, like, a minor in college. (laughs) (laughs) 
And like my husband's like a lawyer and I think it was like no. <laughs> so he's just like on to the next. Like he called he called Ritzy, my sister's fiance, and he's like, All right, he's trying to get into this family. Will he do that? <laughs> Oh my god. He's trying to make people happy. Oh yeah, he did it in a second. Now they have a bond about that. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, that's great. Um, funniest. Funniest. I think Jimmy. Okay. They both cracked me up, but I think Jimmy. Uh last one, I'm gonna switch it up. Favorite memory with both of them in like individually. Like favorite memory with Jimmy, favorite memory Mm. with Luke. Oh god, favorite memory? Yeah. I don't have specific memories like this. Um, it wasn't the Sister Olympics. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe. awesome. I think one of my favorite. This is going to embarrass Luke so much. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> one of my favorite memories with Luke. He's going to kill me. <laughs> is when he was still like a little kid, just to be proper. Okay. And like me, and he we used to sleep it like in the same bed together, like all the time of sleepovers. Yeah. So then I was dating my. T- like husband at the time he's my boyfriend in college and we were all sleeping together in like a room and like my husband's like how is this gonna like work like <laughs> i was like like move over like we're all getting in yeah it's fine and yeah, we'll get close. Luke, like, literally like jumped in the middle of us <laughs> i was like yeah this is how it's happening <laughs> welcome to the family <laughs> and he never left he oh, never left yeah oh my god that's awesome yeah that's oh, really that's sweet though that's a good one. Um, you guys got any other questions? Um, I don't think so. This is really fun. I'm so happy you came on. Oh, I'm so happy I yeah. did. It was like, I was very nervous. I feel like it's, I knew it was going to be fun, but yeah. it's like way more fun and comfortable than I even thought. Do you so. think this will break the seal of your I no know, camera I'm, policy? I'm kind of nervous that I just did that. <laughs> 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 I'm a little nervous. So I'm going to have to put a message out that I'm still like easing. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, We're yeah, going to yeah. ease you in. Yeah. No this blind taste test. No. <laughs> no. No. People can get to know you with this interview and then you can pick and choose. All right. I like that. Do. I like that. Yeah. But. That's all I got. That's another episode of Girls & Co. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.